We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Uh, How was your guys' Easter? <laughs> oh, man. Mine was just simple. I just went to visit some in-laws. Yeah. Word. Chill. We had a ham. Did, did you we go had to some good church? Food. We didn't go to church, no. Based. Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't go to church. Um, did you have, like, a I, service? I feel like, no. Oh, no. Nice. I feel like each year, Easter gets less and less like how yeah. I guess I was raised up to celebrate Easter. Dude, so. I, did no, you guys okay with that. grow up doing the sunrise services? What the hell no, is that? No. Oh my God, dude. Every Easter for like my whole life, basically, as long as I could remember, every Easter we went to the sunrise service, which is you show up to church, I think it was like 5.30 in the morning. Under no circumstances. And you watch the sun. You, whenever the sun rises now, I don't know when that is, but you'd have to be there before that. It might have been That's like 6. early, though. Yeah. And, and you have, so, you, so you're waking up at like 5 a.m. at least. And then you go to this service um, that they like give the gospel message, and then you have breakfast, and then you go to another fucking service. Oh, whoa. And then so you have Easter like six lunch. Hours. Yeah, it was... I used to like hate Easter's because of how long it was. Like, I, like to me, I was like, I wish this wasn't a special day. <laughs> God damn, dude. Yeah, like, it. I've Easter was always a full hard. day for me. I've never gone in that hard. Like, probably even at Word of Life, they had them, and I I went to one. I was insane. Jeez, dude. Yeah, I never yeah. never went to one at Word of Life either. And like the longest time I've spent celebrating Easter is just going to a service. Yeah, and then having to. Uh, launch after yeah. like that's it just like the rest of the day was just a normal last day i wonder if it's because like you watch the sunrise just like jesus rose <laughs> <laughs> I guess as the sun rises so does the christ yeah. yeah i we never i never well so my family was was like religious but not that religious on sunday yeah. on easter sunday we did not go to church like we really yeah like we my brother and i we shared a room we would have to stay in our room and we'd have to wait for the easter bunny to come through and do <laughs> his easter thing bunny. which would be like we would my parents would be like the easter bunny came and we'd have to go outside go out to the living room we'd be given these baskets and they'd be like the easter bunny hid like 60 eggs outside go crazy and while we were hiding them inside, our parents were inside setting up our Easter baskets, and they'd be like, "Oh, you just missed the Easter bunny. He <laughs> got he got <laughs> your bolts on DVD." <laughs> You're like, oh shit! Wow, <laughs> it'd be shit like that. Um, it was like a bolt themed balloon as well. You're like, oh sweet. So like, I I whenever I think of Easter, that's what I think. I just think of like going on these egg hunts. So for this Easter. And I invited both of you. And we both, both, both no, couldn't come. Both no too. call, no showed. Yeah. As corporate Nick. Sorry. Corporate Nick would, would have fired both of your asses today for that. But yeah. um, Sorry, corporate Nick. Forgive us. But I, I had some friends. Molly and I had some friends over. I hid 200 eggs, which I did not think of this logistically. I bought 200 eggs. And I bought a bunch of candy. Did not do the math. And I was just like, <laughs> I'll have enough candy. Did no you problem. have 200 pieces of candy? Nope. 
<laughs> I had a, I had about 150 pieces of candy. Oh no! What no. did you put in the other 50 then? Uh, Tums. Oh my God! Crout- what croutons? <laughs> and um and some pennies that I found that Molly and I found uh, in her car. Yeah, coin um, money, baby. It was it, yeah, big big money. I mean, big money. <laughs> but that's Huge what money. that's what we always did. I remember one year we um we like forgot it was Easter, and this is back when we were living at Nick's house. And Nick like sleeps until like noon. And so while he was in bed asleep, Molly and I ran to Food Lion and we grabbed eggs and a bunch of candy and we hid eggs around the house. Oh, and when man. they woke up, we we were like standing outside the door with it was Nick and Sam. And we handed them both a basket. We were just like, go. And Donuts. every every Easter, I get that notification on my phone like three years ago, and it's just like this this oh, video of Nick a... like giggly like running around the house. That's so funny. That is like that's really awesome. fun. Like. To wake up and be like, oh, an Easter egg yeah. like that would be uh, that'd be awesome. That part is a ton of fun. I love I love yeah. Easter eggs. I love hiding eggs. I'm really good at it. You may notice you got I mean audience can't see this, but you may notice there's some holes in my ceiling. Oh my yeah. god, there are. Yep. <laughs> and so I hid some eggs up there. Nice. There's, there's a lamp there. I took the light bulb out and put an egg in there. Oh, that's why it was out. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> And then, but like, I was like in my head, I was like, "This is gonna be great. I got two hundred eggs. I'm gonna hide a bunch in the basement, some in the garage, and the rest outside. No problemo." And I had like sixty eggs, and I was like, "I have no idea where to hide the rest of these eggs." <laughs> like, oh. So I just literally started like throwing them around the yard, oh and like. My God. But the good thing was like I hadn't had a chance to mow my lawn, so like the grass was a little high, and you couldn't totally see them. Oh, but luckily, like, everybody found all the eggs, um, and uh, first prize winner. Got this, um, I'll use this to segue into the next topic here. Uh, got a Super Mario Brothers Easter basket. Hey. Oh. And the second place winner got the Emoji Movie on DVD. The Emoji <laughs> Movie, I love it. That's awesome. Found it at Target. Even, I've that's never even heard though. of that. The Emoji Movie? Yeah, I don't think I and want to watch that either. That's our next segment. We all watch the Emoji Movie <laughs> together. Yeah, just You've never seen the Emoji Movie? I've never even, I don't think I've heard of the Emoji it's Movie. Rough. For real? That's crazy. Oh, that was like yeah. a, how'd you not hear that, that was like a big that's deal crazy. movie. It was like yeah, a bad I, movie. I find it's that hard to believe. Right? It might be illumination. Oh my god! Ugh. It was one of those movies that like god, the marketing was nonstop for it, okay. and then like the first review came out, and it was like this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like on par with what was that Adam Sandler movie? Pixels. Like it oh, was like it that. came out around that same Bro, time. That's lie. what I'm I thinking would, of when I think I would, of the Emoji movie. I would much rather watch Pixels, by the way, <laughs> than 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 to finish. Emoji. James I know. Gordon. I only that got like rough. I only got like thirty minutes into the emoji movie before I was like, tap out. I'm, like, I'm out of here. Yeah, there's no way I could watch this movie. <laughs> Who's in it? James Corden. Ooh, strike one, two, and three. The guy from Silicon Valley that got like kicked out for doing weird things. Which sucks because I love his character on Silicon yeah, Valley. He's <laughs> so good. Um it definitely goes it gets worse after it. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Um, Anna Ferris. It, but it looks so bad. The director, what did he do? It was literally at Target for like five dollars. He did nice. Igor. The Oof. Igor. Wait, I saw he that wrote the e- Igor, and he did animation on the Prince of Egypt, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that movie is great, but that's like everything he's it? done. I think. I mean, I don't know. It's like nostalgic. I know. I'm in the anything. minority. As a kid, I hated that movie. Really. I I loved the animation, but I was like, this movie fucking blows. And then that same team was like, okay, what if we do The Road to El Dorado? And I was like, this is an infinitely better movie. Because I feel like this didn't preach at me. And people cursed. <laughs> You're that's, right. That's very true. And there was very a sex scene. So, like, you like it had, it was it was all there. It, yeah, it's all there. I mean, I, lo- I, I like both movies. Uh, Prince of Egypt is yeah. maybe the best Moses movie that I've seen. But, uh, but the Ten Commandments for Charlton Heston? Oh, I've never seen it. 
Fake. Yeah, fake. I am fake. It's it you is. You guys a didn't have ABC when you were growing up. I my I don't know. Like Maybe like not. my mom just didn't, just didn't put me down in front of movies like that for some reason. Only Passion of the Christ, and we've already watched that. That sucks because yeah. like as a non-religious person, the Ten Commandments is like a solid movie. Like it's That's just whatever. a good movie. And I mean, it's Charlton Heston. I love Charlton Heston. Anything that he does, like I'll I'll at least give like you'll, an, an you'll open stand shot. Behind. But. We did give another movie an open shot this week, and that mm. was the Super Mario Brothers Bro. movie. Yes, we did. I really, uh, I want to dish it out a little bit because we saw it late, and you guys immediately left after the movie was over. Yeah. So I want to know like the real. Yeah, we haven't really talked about. It. We haven't really talked. Yeah, it, it was thoughts. late. It was like nine forty when, when it started. It. Yeah, which is pretty late. We got out around like eleven thirty. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I I felt great watching it. Okay, so <laughs> what I'm what I'm gonna say. I, I felt great watching it because I was with my my buds. Uh, this was just a run sure. of the mill illumination, movie. which you called. I listened to the last episode before we started this, and you were like, "It's going to be like that mid tier bullshit movie," <laughs> and that's exactly what it was—that mid tier bullshit. I I don't know why. I just I like the whole time. I can't look past their animation style. It's like it's so crisp, and yet it still doesn't flow. With the grace of like a Miyazaki, which obviously that's a different style of animation, or like a Pixar movie, like even even to the point I don't know why in almost every single one of their movies, and I don't I seriously don't understand why they do this. The characters' lips don't always match up with what <laughs> yeah. the fucking voice acting is doing. Like how lazy can you motherfuckers yeah. actually be? Sometimes I was like, "What? Do you really how didn't catch fucking that? lazy?" I mean, that, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, a lot of it looks crisp. But I think that that's just good use of lighting. It's mm. like they're when they animate stuff, it lacks a lot of personality for me. And I just felt like that's what it was. It's like it's yeah. kind of like if if you really fucking love Mario characters and and you'll watch them in anything, yeah. then you'll probably love this. But like I I just I, I like to play the games and I and I I like the characters. But yeah, it's just run of the mill. I don't yeah. know why. Do you? Yeah. Do you remember when I leaned over to you? Do you remember what scene it was where I was like, do you understand why they did that? And you were like, I have no clue. What scene did you but do that? It, it was when Princess Peach, I think she like, it was just so random. Like or she like cooked up with Mario or what? Yeah, about? like she like I, stopped I and like part. cooked someone a meal maybe or, or, or like. The campfire? Yeah. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. Like it, it just, I, I didn't it get bit. it. I, I say that there's to say that... There's a lot of that, parts. Like, yeah. I think there are a lot I, of, like... There are a Illumination lot of, like, I, does that. Well, not just that. There's a lot of, like, oh, this is from the Mar this Mario yeah. game. It's yeah. a lot exactly. of callback because there's 10,000 Mario games to call back from. Exactly. Sorry, Joe. That, I mean, that that's, like... I felt like th if you didn't understand Mario or you didn't play the games, you didn't get this movie. And there, there was a lot that I... I mean, I and I, I mean, you're, you're arguably saying. the best Mario Kart player I know, and so yeah, it's like I mean, it's funny because I am so bad at it. <laughs> I'm terrible at Mario Kart. Yeah, Crash yeah, Team Racing so, all the way, bro. Yeah, and, Nick can kick my ass at that as well. I'm terrible at that game. Yeah, I I just like I felt like there was so much fan service in this movie. It's true. That it's true. like I if I was into Mario and I was a kid and I was playing you like Smash, I was yeah. playing. Mario Kart, I probably would have thought this movie was awesome. But I just didn't get most of it. I'm like, why? What is yeah, happening? What's going on? So what you're saying is that because you're not a nine-year-old playing Mario, you're not, you didn't love the Mario movie. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. Now, it's probably the case for all of Illumination. But. I get that. And I will say, I'm not, I'm not nine years old. 
<laughs> and I didn't love the Mario movie by any means. I I I didn't have as much. You've probably played a lot of Mario. I feel like I played like all the old ones. I I think I stopped at Super Mario Sunshine, which was for the GameCube. Oh, anything oh. after that, I Good was game, like though. phenomenal game. But I didn't I didn't like Galaxy. I don't give a shit about Odyssey, and yeah. I didn't play like, any like the Game Boy Advance or like Paper Mario games. I played oh, okay. like the the. Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, 3, uh, Mario 64, and and Sunshine. Yeah. I have the general gist of Mario. Yeah. and You know everything that was referenced yeah. in the movie. Yeah, for I the mean, most part. Yeah. And, like, I... My biggest... Because I didn't, I didn't hate the animation too much. I was just, like, bored. Like, this whole movie, I'm like, nothing's happening. I get there's a plot being pushed forward here, but, like, I don't understand why this plot's being pushed forward. I don't know, like, why I'm supposed to care about any of this and the the i think for me the most ironic thing was i when they like did the first trailer and you got to hear everybody talk when jack black showed up as bowser i was like oh shit like he's actually like perfect for this yeah and then the movie started and i was like oh god jack black every time jack black would show up in this movie i'm like i need this to end i need you to stop especially when the piano came out that is that is eligible to be nominated for an oscar Bro, which no, is, which, which is so crazy. <laughs> so oh, was no. Terrifier too. So just keep that in mind. Not to say yeah. that it will be nominated for an Oscar, but uh, that was like the worst be. song on her. If you're a Tenacious D fan, then yeah, you're you're gonna love this. But as somebody Bro. who didn't like Tenacious D, and I just think that Jack Black is fine. Yeah, I was like, I hate this. I need you to stop doing this. Here, here's the problem. Like another tidbit for me to just heap on the the burning pile towards illumination is that they never actually write anything comedic. It's it, it's always like if they have a uh, someone who they've paid lots of money to be a character, I feel like they they just try to accentuate what that person does. Yeah. yeah. Um if it's in a one-off movie. If it's if it's in a series like Despicable Me, I'll give them more credit for that. Like like the the character that Steve Carell plays is more of like not yeah. Steve Carell outside of the movie, <laughs> right? But Jack, but mm-hmm. Bowser is literally, is Jack, is literally Black. Jack Black, yeah, like literally. as Bowser, and it's like that's funny for like five minutes. If it was a YouTube video, it would be funny for yeah. for an hour and thirty minutes. It gets a little monotonous, and I mean, you guys brought up the the fucking song because I was like, bro, you're gonna make him sing. I'm like, you're gonna make him sing, and like, he sings it multiple times. Do you and think it doesn't land? I feel what? like Jack Black recommended it. It was like wanted push for that song. Yeah, I feel like it Maybe. wasn't in the script Maybe. that he would sing the I'm song. Not, I'm not yeah. anti Jack Black. Like, like I, if I, I do. Bowser I, has a, a song and dance number. What if? Literally, yeah. I mean, in whenever I first heard Bowser singing, mm-hmm. I immediately imagined Jack Black singing this song like yeah. on the set or something like or in his like, audition in private <laughs> or something and they were like that's so fucking funny let's put it in the fucking movie even though it makes no fucking sense yeah. and comes out of nowhere like okay like that's 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 funny guys that's really the, funny the only time i've ever really heard jack black sing and been like that was so fucking funny was the first time i saw nacho libre in theaters mm. And he did that whole, like, I ate some bugs, I ate some grass, I used my hands to wipe my tears. Encarnacion! Dude, I loved that. I loved that. But, like, so much. That, was a, that was a one-time bit that, that landed perfectly. Bro. Him playing Bowser and singing was weird, and it <laughs> doesn't land. And I agree. I think that every character in this movie doesn't play, like, it's not yeah. Charlie Day playing Luigi, it's Charlie Day... <laughs> playing charlie day yeah like 
in the body oh, of yo. Luigi. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, bro, Literally. you put like a little bit of twang on your voice, but Luigi's character is what Charlie Day does well yeah. in most scenarios. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just Chris Pratt from Brooklyn. Like there bro, was nothing Chris Pratt. Like it, it, once again, just kind of boring what they did with Mario in general. They were yeah. just like, why even give such a beloved, like almost uh taskless character like Mario. Like, we know what he wants. He just wants Peach. Why add to that? Which I know, like, you're trying to you're trying to build up this world, but why not just make the first movie about what the game already does best, which is just put someone in a scenario, you don't explain too much, and you go on the adventure. I feel like that would have been so much better and could have had even more fan service, arguably, for, for the fans. But Illuminations made this... Made up their own plot, which like I, that that's straight whatever. I mean, Nintendo must have had some or mm-hmm. a lot of say because I would assume. They, well, the last seem, time they seem a lot of like tight fisted with their properties. Like well, they, they don't let anyone do shit. And that's I I would objectively say because last time that they entrusted somebody with a Mario movie, it didn't yeah. go the way they yeah. wanted because no. they gave it to a couple that had never made a movie before, never which played is Mario before. So funny, which in my opinion, what the fuck that movie infinitely better Insane. i would watch that movie yes. any day of the week over <laughs> right. over this movie i get that it, it has, has a lot more characters yes for sure like hands down i get it's not like doing like the universe of mario justice but at the same time at that point you had like four mario games and they were all this like man yeah. walks to the right who fucking cares but this was like okay what if we put him in like almost like a cyberpunk fucking universe fucking blade while, runner while there's like, and there's dinosaurs and the yeah. dinosaur the lead dinosaur is fucking dennis hopper yeah, <laughs> like, and, yeah give yeah. me that i and, want that and the whole city is just in this like big rectangle set it's just like like two <laughs> two levels set <laughs> I, dude, I, and that, john leguizamo's there like, yeah that movie's fucking insane it was good I love it. yoshi's literally like a velociraptor like mm-hmm. i i love that movie <laughs> take that animatronic Put a shrink ray, you know, you know the animatronic from Jurassic Park, the Velociraptor. Yeah. Put a shrink ray in front of it, zap it. That's Yoshi in that movie. And it's great. It's a, it's a. It works. It's weird. It's a class. It's, it's infinitely better than this movie, which I felt like. I don't know if you guys felt this way. There are so many scenes where it feels like something's gonna happen, and then it just cuts to something completely different. I'm like, I feel like we're missing like chunks of this movie all over. There's like some sort of plot being built with Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong throughout the whole movie, and it never gets addressed, and the movie just ends. You have a lot of weird, like, moment, tense moments with um, with Peach and Mario that don't ever go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That is the one plus side I give this movie. And I know this is going to sound really cringy, but they made Princess Peach down bad. And it, bu- it it wigged me out from start to finish. Every time she was on screen, I was like, holy shit. And I don't, I don't know if it's because it was Anya Taylor-Joy, who I love. Personally, yes. I would argue that it's because of Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. If it was another woman playing Peach... I don't know if they would have gone in that direction because that's what Illumination does. Is like yeah. they build the characters around the actors yeah. that, that are playing them. So yeah. it's like Anya Taylor Joy. What can she do? I think a more serious tone role. If Florence Pugh was doing it, they would have done the same fucking shit. They would have been the same. Beat oh for beat man, shit. they should have her play like like Daisy or some shit in the sequels. Like we'll see for the I, Nintendo just, Extended Universe. No, we and need I, her. My thing. My thing is this: using is that, her time more wisely. Is that if you're gonna make a movie? Why not just yeah. do this? Mm-hmm. And you're going to change Peach, Peach's character, just mm-hmm. a little bit. You make mm-hmm. her a little bit more badass. Yeah, why that's not, fine. Why not make a movie about Mario not going to another universe, but this is like a parallel universe like where everyone is a little bit more badass. The graphics are supposed to be a little bit more crazy, like Unreal Engine looking. Yeah. And then you, you just fuck with the entire 
yeah. I guess, formula for Mario. I feel like that just would have been more interesting. They they played it safe and not and in a way that I liked about it. It's and like, I get that, like, that material, especially in the world of making video game movies, it's better to play it safe than to take the risk. Mm-hmm. I get that. And, it, and, it, totally and it's paid off. Like, it's the highest grossing animated film of all time at this point. Which is wild to think about, but it makes sense. I mean, it appeals to such a wide audience. And I'm not, like, offended by this movie being successful. No, I get I it. Mean, it makes yeah, sense. You knew it would. Be. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's like, all, I, the W I take out of it is, it's like, okay. A combination of like this and The Last of Us is just proving that we're getting into an age where somebody can make a video game, movie, TV show, and like not be like, I've never played the game, I don't know anything yeah. about it, and just run with it and fuck up the whole entire canon. And I don't think the Mario movie ruins the canon. I just don't think it does anything miraculous with it. Mm-hmm. No. And, and it even like kind of starts like the like, the movie like starts like the '93 version of Mario, which also like really threw me off. I know I was a like, lot of it is like a beat for beat the the OG movie until they get to the Mushroom Kingdom, and it's not yeah Blade Runner. Yeah. Which, fine, whatever. You want to take no risks? That's fine. Teach the their better. Teach their <laughs> fucking own. Fucking idiots. But, yeah. I I I gave it, like, a two stars on my letterbox. I would never watch it again. If you have, like, a kid, yeah. go fucking see it. Your kid's yeah. going to mm-hmm. love this movie. That's that's my thing is I, I just don't think it was made for for me. And, like, right. and I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, this, this is definitely one of those movies where... If you like movies that are just very easy to watch, you don't have to think too much, which I, that and that's not a dig. I love movies like that. This is just I think it's one of those types of movies. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of substance. When the movie's over, it's over. The most plot you're going to get or like character development is Mario's a guy who just keeps getting back up and guess what he fucking gets back mm-hmm. up at the end. That's all that that you he, get. Like you expect him to do. Yeah, it's, yeah I almost it's feel it. like maybe just don't go, go see this. Like, <laughs> it's not worth it. There are better movies you should show your kids anyways. Dude, a movie out right now that that I do want to see that I have not heard great things for but I still am kind of intrigued and in seen Paint. Oh with, yeah. With Owen Wilson. Really you've heard bad things? I haven't about heard anything. I haven't heard anything. Good things about this movie. Really? But, but I have heard that it is very dry. My favorite. Oh. And, People just think that it's very unfunny, <laughs> but in a dry way. And I was like, that, that sounds, sounds like it's hilarious. That then. sounds amazing. Dude, possibly. we should go see this. I think I it's at down. the theater now. Yeah, I think right it's a regal right now. Yeah. Or we can just wait for it to come to the venue. I'm down yeah. for either or. Yeah. It looks great. I'm not like dying yeah, it's to It's probably going to come to venue soon. Probably, right. I could just see myself going to venue, getting a big icy, getting a big popcorn. There's so many paint. movies we need to see. Like, guys, it's like I feel like oh. April is going to be a big Bro, month for I updated April my Dead fucking letterbox. Yeah. He mentioned it before I could. I updated my fucking letterbox picture because Evil Dead comes out. I'm going oh. to see Suzumi this weekend. So I'm very oh, excited for can't that. Can't wait to hear about that. Super stoked. We um, have Air. We have Bo is Afraid. I don't know why Air. I'm going to watch that without it's you. Gonna I can be, tell. It's going to be I just need to just fine. go see it. It's going to be like. It's not going to be a movie that you give a shit about. Yeah. I think it, it's I'm going to start. Love it. I'm going to be like, this is a lot of dialogue and it's all pretty good. And then it's just going to end. I'll be like, okay, that was a movie about shoes. Like, From what I've heard, people like me like love this movie. So I think. I get that. It looks like, fun like it, to like not it dig it. It stays like true to like the stories we've heard. Yes. And so I'm like. So pumped. I'm ready, bro. I, I mean, am. hopefully, you know, all the performances are great. I've yeah. heard that Matt Damon is actually the best one out of everyone. That makes, we'll me not, that makes me not want to see it. I, I've heard I other things. I hate Matt Damon. I've heard Matt Damon. I, I don't know. I like Matt Damon, but... Matt I'm Damon and Ben Affleck? Thing. I love them both. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. 
Um, Batman. I mean, the Justice League Snyder cut. The Snyder well, version mean, of that. He is my Matt favorite Damon Batman. wasn't in that one, but he gets de- Ben Affleck, the, yeah, for the sure. The Departed. Love that. The Born Identity. <laughs> I haven't seen Give me a I break. never seen that. <laughs> Don't. It's fucking terrible. Shaky cam, bro. You want to watch a camera guy have a seizure for two hours and go watch any of the Born movies. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's, I, I, I can't believe that that actually got as popular as it did. It's just like people were so okay watching something yeah. that was completely unintelligible whenever people fought. And they were like... I want to watch that again, dude. Like, if you watch those movies, that's literally the entire goddamn movie. Is like it, action will happen. You can't understand any yeah. of it. Yep. And then it'll just show the aftermath, and it's like. I know. I remember watching um, the first one at a sleepover and being like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And then I saw. I bought this. I didn't even see it. I just bought the second one when it came out. I was like twelve years old. Yeah. Bought it with my allowance. It was like, let's fucking go. And I turned it on. And I was like, I don't understand what's happened. Like, I don't I, did I miss something in between the first and second movie? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I saw the Bourne Ultimatum in theaters, and I was like, I'm done. Like, yeah, this is like, awful. Fuck this movie. And there's like five others after that now, and I'm like, who is seeing these? Who is making these? Who is asking for these? I no, am. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're done with it now, aren't they? I could fucking hope. I, I don't no, know. No, if like, still I don't remember the Jeremy... last one. What what is his name? Jeremy, uh, the Hawkeye guy, Renner. Renner, Renner. yeah. He I was, doubt he's. That's. I don't think he's doing much of anything these days. Well, no, but I'm saying like he played Born the last time that that it was in, in oh. theaters, which is so crazy. It like switched from Matt Damon to, oh. to Jeremy Renner. So, really? Yeah. They just did a switch up, or he's like, or does Born mean like 007? You know, I, anybody I don't know. can be. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I didn't I see did, it. I, oh, I didn't see. I it. hate I Jeremy know. Renner. Yeah. Was uh, not disappointed I, when I heard the news. I see it. Well, see, that's like no. I won't go that far. Like, don't care about Hawkeye. One of the worst parts of any Marvel movie. Jeremy Renner. I do not. I feel bad that you got run over by a snowmobile. I hope of course, you're getting I'm better. Sorry. Yeah, but that I care about. Just sorry that you Hawkeye, got your legs yeah. fucked up for playing yeah, guy gl- that shoots arrows. I'm glad you survived. You don't deserve to die for playing mm-hmm. Hawkeye, but he's not dead. He's though. not dead. He just you're has not a... dead. So I don't know. What, I don't know. What, I don't know if he walks or anything, but like he's not dead. <laughs> I don't know either. He. I feel like he's like one of those guys that's gonna be like he's gonna start walking and then you know have this like whole routine or like a workout plan. Um, that becomes super famous or something like that. Like uh, Matthew McConaughey has like shit like that. Or, like this like mental process of how to like do things. And I think his is like, like green motor- light. Yeah. But I, don't, it, 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 I, I don't know anything about Matthew yeah. McConaughey's little I just feel like it, Jeremy Renner fits the bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah have like sure. some crazy. It, it might be like pyramids. Yeah. Might be like a pure scheme type thing. It's kind of like subscribe to me, yeah. and I'll just tell you how to be like motivated. Yeah, <laughs> we just watched that episode of Seinfeld where where Kramer's like fucks up his back, so he goes swimming in the East River, <laughs> and then he convinces like all of these people to go swimming in the East River. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what yeah, Jackie Brown was gonna okay. do. <laughs> Literally, all you gotta do is climb the, the Rocky Mountains Have twice you a day. Seen Seinfeld? Oh yeah, 
Molly's never watched it. Like, oh, okay. so like, which has also been super fucking I, funny. Oh, that's awesome. Because I'm watching the show, and it, it's. <laughs> I think she's annoyed by this one. We're on the ninth season now. Oh. We're at the end, but like every episode starts off, and I'm like, oh shit, this is such a classic. This is a good. That's one. That's what like, like you can't be serious about all of them. Like every single episode of the show doesn't miss. And and to yeah. me, like, because you know, like after season seven, Larry David left. Yeah. So. uh there's to me a stark difference in yeah. the, even the type of humor. Oh yeah, you get like uh, George becomes like unhinged, unhinged, and he is just <laughs> wild. Like this, this guy is like pretending to be handicapped all mm-hmm. of a sudden, and like doing like the most oh outrageous. Like it's so funny. It, it's like this whole other <laughs> thing that is because I, I, you know, it's probably very obvious that Larry David wrote a lot of. Costanza, but what they're very they like mirror each other. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. I'm excited to hear what Molly thinks about the finale. What do you think of the finale? I love it. It's to me. It I was, think it might not. I think I'm gonna love it now. When because, I was a kid, I hated it. Yeah, I used to not like it. I used to think, "Wow, this is so dumb." Um, but like now, I I kind of like it because it's paying homage. Like this show ran for so long. There's no like real good way. Yeah. To do it, and so what, what are we gonna do? We're just gonna show. Everyone that has been in the show, we're just gonna bring them back. It's like a family get together almost. And at the end of it, they have a real fun, you know, like they end up going to jail and having a, a, you know, a converse, the same conversation they had. The like the first, like the last scene is identical to the first scene of the show, but in prison. It's funny, Larry David had said like in an interview where he was like, the initial finale was they were still going to go to jail, but the after credit scene was going to be them all coming back to the diner, but like looking like like they had been in the trenches, like uh, super fucked, and dude, then just going back to their day-to-day. <laughs> that would have been funnier. I would have liked I that. I would have liked that. Yeah, they're just in prison. Not it is a spoiler is. alert. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. It's really nothing crazy. Show. I'll just tell Molly, don't they listen to this episode. <laughs> She's yeah. got like, we're, we're like, the last episode we watched was the one where he runs, where George runs over a pigeon. Oh my God. It's like, it's like we live in a society. It's like, wait, we, like, we had a deal. Yeah, we have a deal with the pigeons. It's like, they move out of the way. We let them defecate our statues. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no more deals. The funniest thing is I haven't seen maybe like more than two episodes of Simon. Oh, we didn't mean to spoil the finale of the show. Yeah, man. Now I'm never going to watch it ever. (laughs) I probably said, like, when I got COVID, I watched that show nonstop. Right. And, uh, like, for, like, weeks. I don't know why, but it just, like, made me feel a little bit better. And I... I became, like, addicted. Like, the stuff I... Like, I started, like, watching who wrote what episode. Yeah. it was like kind looking of out for Larry David cameos yeah. throughout the show. Oh, I used yeah. to own all of them on DVD before <laughs> streaming, and now it's all on Netflix. And I, yeah. oh God, I love it so much. Dude, but when he's like the man in the cape, like, I'm Frank Costanza's lawyer. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> awesome. Speaking of wonderful things that came out in the '90s, yes. welcome to the Shot in the Chaser yeah. podcast. Thank you for listening to our 30 minute seg- segue. Hey, for real. <laughs> oh, no. A podcast where we're going to talk about a movie that came out in the 90s that was great and a movie that came out in 2019 that may be the best movie ever made. Really Crazy. So good. We're going to talk about that uh, this Surprise. week's... Do we know which one's the shot tonight? It's got to be seven. Okay. Yeah, Just want to double check. Yeah, I'm thinking seven. Even though Butt Boy is arguably a candidate for a shot. I yeah, would say it, so. Which is kind of funny. If it I don't was know. Like, yeah, like some maybe. weird-ass movie about another Butt Boy, then maybe you could <laughs> pair them together. But Yeah. So as you've gathered, our shot this evening is David Fincher's Seven, 
a yeah. must-see for every middle school film buff. Yeah. And uh, Butt Boy, a movie that Duncan <laughs> Trussell called his second favorite film of all time. Yes. Thank you, Joey, so much for yeah, introducing us. Thank you, Duncan. <laughs> Thank Duncan you, Trussell, yes. Shout out to you yeah. because without you, we would not be here today. And That's that true. Was an amazing experience. And it is a travesty that they canceled Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Yeah, did they cancel it? Yeah, they, just, they, didn't, they didn't renew it for a second. Which is crazy. I think That's that was so one of the best sad. things that Netflix put out like in yeah. recent years. It came out during COVID too. Things. Like, oh my God. That shit was, was devastating. I watched that so many times. I loved it. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell Welcome, yeah. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. What you been watching? Well, oh boy. this month, today actually, no excuse me, it's not today, today, it was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was one of my favorite movies, 20th anniversary, mm. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I oh, was like a zombie. bunch of art from that yesterday. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, I so I got to watch it, um, or rewatch it, and I loved it, and I was uh, actually on Amazon, and I found that they had the whole trilogy on Blu-ray for like... 10 bucks so oh shit did you buy that yeah, yeah i bought it uh it, it was on sale it was like a limited time deal maybe because it was its 20th anniversary so um, or maybe because nobody bought it maybe but dude, i believe that I might be uh, the only person yeah pretty much i love uh i love this movie i love all three of those movies devil's rejects and uh three from hell so i got, yeah. I got to watch that and then another notable wow. mention that i want to say is i got to watch uh, Night of the Living Dead. Finally got to Ooh, watch Night of the Living Dead. That's a classic. So, they're coming for you, Barbara. It was very good. If you're into that to that type of horror, it's <laughs> worth it. That's a good movie. Yeah, very atmospheric. Classic. George <laughs> Romero. What about you, Nick? <laughs> um, so we, um, after everybody left from our Easter gathering, we were just kind of hanging out. And I had bought a shelf for my movies because the shelf that I have doesn't fit them anymore. So I'm building this. Molly threw on um, Psycho, which she had oh, never really? seen. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a great movie. Yeah. Like, you got, like, everybody has to see Psycho, especially if you're a horror fan. You have to see it. And I just, I hadn't watched it probably since, like, I was, like, in fifth or sixth grade. I watched it for, like, a, literally a film class that I took. I had to watch a bunch of Hitchcock movies. And I was like, man, I really did forget how much I love this movie. Like, this is just such a well-made, well-done movie. So we watched we watched that, and then we kind of got into, like, what are some other good Hitchcock movies? And I was like, there's not, like, a bad Hitchcock movie. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah, she, we didn't end up watching any other ones, but I was like, my personal favorite is Rear Window. If ever you want to watch Rear Window, movie. like, I will any yeah. day of the week sit down and watch that. It is a great. perfect movie. What do you think about Vertigo? Vertigo is also great, but I just yeah. love James Stewart. Jimmy Stewart is so good in anything that he's in. I will he watch is. him in just about anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rear Window was the first Hitchcock movie that I watched, and right? I was like, what the? hell like why was that so fucking interesting yeah like it's not like scary or anything and like when you no. think hitchcock you're like i'm expected to be like thrilled and it's really just dude looks out window yeah for two hours and he can't move essentially i mean he could he can but yeah. he sucks at it so it doesn't <laughs> but it's so cool i love that movie so much yeah. birds also great movie funny enough i haven't seen it's like i was just wanting to almost hide it. I haven't seen well, Psycho so yet, dude. And I, I you watched, haven't seen Psycho. I, I, I haven't watched Psycho haven't two. Seen Psycho. And I want to watch Psycho three because why he didn't do those? It's because uh, Psycho two is actually apparently for for people who love the whole Psycho franchise. Um, Psycho two is good. It's just overlooked. And then Psycho three is written by the guy who plays Patrick Bateman. So like it's kind of like bro Patrick you, Bateman. You mean Norman Bates? Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, I was like Christian, Christian Bale. Bale? <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> so anyway, Norman. 
Yeah, he played. He he wrote the third one, so I'm very interested. But oh, okay, okay. Yeah, never seen. Well, we, I've seen like half of the first. That. one. I would I've love never to. seen it either. I, I actually don't know if I have uh, watched a, a Hitchcock movie. Oh, which is crazy. I might have, but I mean, I don't even well know what to say it. right now. Also, dude, you like Under, Under the Silver Lake, so if you like Under I the Silver Lake, him. you'll like any Wait, Hitchcock the, movie. A- Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, I swear to God. I love that movie. Pretty, so, pretty much, I, I'm just not seeing how the two relate. I'm a little, reason, a little confused too. Personally, the reason why why I think that that they relate is because there there's a lot of scenes in that movie that are I felt like they had a very similar soundtrack to Hitchcock, and, oh. and they played a little bit of uh, homage. I mean, like the whole movie's not like that, but it's like I think that if you like not the detective, but more like the mystery side of things, I think that sometimes you know Hitchcock. Does that Here, with I do, mystery? I definitely do. But like sometimes when you like, you could argue that like David Lynch has a lot of mystery in his. Yeah, movies. but I think that he takes it to the nth degree. That's what I'm like. I, Hitchcock I don't always doesn't. Love that. Hitchcock doesn't. Hitchcock takes it to Does the it nth feel degree. More if, grounded. It's way more grounded. His uh, nth okay. degree. I probably would, love this. Then. I think if like if you were alive in 1960 and saw Psycho, you'd be like, "This is far too crazy for my brain, yeah. dude." I gotcha. mean, Vertigo as well. Vertigo. Vertigo's like, got some crazy that shots. That guy in it. dressed up another woman as his dead ex and then jumped out of a fucking tower. Like, like, dude, they they probably yeah. lost. There's always some crazy lines. shit in his movies, but in comparison to what we've watched, yeah. I would obviously oh. David Lynch is a lot bigger pill to swallow than oh, Hitchcock. For sure. Yeah. I think his stuff is some of his crazier things. My teeth are bleeding. My teeth are bleeding. What about you, Joe? What'd you watch? Um. So really, the only I've I've watched a lot of TV, but one thing I did watch this week it was not it's a, it's a TV show, and I've mentioned it before. It's the new episode of Succession. I really do have to comment on it. <laughs> this episode. and I Whatever think, happened in this episode seems to have devastated people. Oh, my God. This oh. if, if, if you're listening to this and you've seen Succession, it's the third episode of the last season. You know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the most, like, I, I don't want it, like, devastating, but, like, thought-provoking like you're so conflicted even within yourself and the episode ends on such an ominous note that you like i cannot wait for next week like sunday at 9 p.m i'll probably be waiting for this uh yeah it's it was to me this is like one of those episodes that like will make or break a show and it made it. It to me. It, it like worked. now. I think this show will be like remembered forever. Like this Damn. is like the re. Like this is how you become something like The Sopranos. And that's bold. The, like I like in ten years from now because of this episode. I feel like in ten years from now we'll be talking about Succession and how good this show is. It's fucking spectacular. How many seasons? Four seasons, man. Ten strong, episodes of pop. Ten episodes. Eighties. Amazing. Yeah. If it's short enough, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean they're all like an I mean, hour. I watched the fucking Sopranos, so maybe I can you, make it. You, and you know how like HBO Max now, like on the shows that just like go to HBO Max, there's like the hours like can sometimes be like an hour fifteen, like yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah, like sometimes like an hour and a half, sometimes fifty two minutes. That's the same thing with uh, Succession. It's very similar. Some okay. some episodes, but it is worth it. Like there there's never been an episode that like. 
Has I got bored with. And and That's the theme dope. song, it might have the best theme song. Watch it. I mean, the dude, Sopranos, dude Sopranos. I don't know, guys. I'm theme. telling you. Woke up this morning. <laughs> you don't watch yourself a good. Dude, it's so good. This I mean, one, I, I, I rolling meatballs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I don't know. This one just goes hard, I think. That's probably what I like about it. Hell yeah! Like the yeah. Once it ends, so does the fucking Sopranos. Once it ends, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dive in. Oh man, and I'm so jealous. I I kind of like. There's a part of me that like wants to do that, but like I almost love the anticipation. I get that. Like the the like some shows like I'm okay with it. Same thing. I'm watching Dave right now, and uh, first two episodes Dave. are insane. And I, the show I do need is to so catch good. up on Dave. It, they're weirder. I love it. They're just letting that man run. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't started Dave yet, but... Yeah. Wait, like, at all? No, he... I know he's seen the first season. Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. think he's seen, seen the first. second season. Second now. season goes insane. And the second season is way better than the first season. I cried during the second season. Yeah. Oh, like, that was, like, And I hated There's that feeling. There's a couple I was moments. like, why the fuck is little Dicky making me cry? <laughs> like, like it, it, to me, I'm like, I wish... like. I almost almost feel like he has like I like stop making music and he hasn't done just music write in forever. Yeah. shows. He literally is writing a show with the guy who wrote Seinfeld and Curb, like really? Alec Berg. Oh, that's right. Alec Berg is on yeah, that shit. And and uh, I think Jeff Schaefer maybe as well might be involved. But yeah, that's it, it's so good. It's so funny. It's one. It, like it, it's weird. Were you I mean, not in know. love with Dave? Yeah. Yeah. No. Not so. not really. Yeah. What? Sorry. What? Did, what? Yeah. I did don't, you not like Little Dicky? No. What? No, I don't. Pillow talk? He's I. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I like his music. But I'm just pillow talking with a bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I I do. I mean, I kind of like his music now from the show, but before I didn't. I always thought he was like dumb and a joke. I will say the only good thing that will ever that if if for whatever reason God forbid if anything bad ever happens between me and Molly I will have his song Molly to like just listen to on repeat during a breakup. <laughs> that song goes so stupendously hard. Yeah. But like at this point I, when I listen to it I'm like well I don't feel that way. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, like, I can't listen to that. I'm not I'm not here to shit on on any of his fans. I just uh, <laughs> you also just don't you're kind of shitting on us. TV. I I. Yeah, that's the main thing. I feel like that's that's, that's brought up thing. every fucking time a TV but, show is brought you, up. You guys can just roast me, and I can no, roast the show. That. We're good. And you, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're doing the same song and dance every week. Yeah. I you almost like wait for like a special TV show, like something that like really is good to like actually give it a try. That is true, but like it's time to watch like Dragon it's got, Ball Z. Like yeah, it's got to right. make its mark on like the world. Like you, like you finally started watching Euphoria. And it's true. Like it, you didn't, you didn't trust it at first. It took you a minute, and then you like got into it. And then every Sunday night, we were, we're coming watching. over your house watching Euphoria. Yeah, man. So there are ways to get you into shows. There are just certain shows, which yeah. I mean, Euphoria. I don't know if Euphoria still has my attention nearly as it that's insane. After. That last that season, and I know insane. you'll be there when we're watching the next season. That's of all. Of course, I'm I'll saying. be there. That's another thing too, man. If it's about meeting with my friends every week, watching an episode yeah. or something, then yeah, I'll be there. But like once again, if it's just me in my house, yeah, I'm throwing on a fucking movie. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not watching an hour of a show. I'm watching an hour thirty movie. That's crazy. So I can check that off the list. And I mean, you sometimes can do like Barry. New season Barry's of Barry is apparently is apparently spectacular too. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. There there are like certain do, shows. Yeah, stuff that like that. When I when I've like 
tuned in since the beginning and I liked it, then yeah. I'll keep up with it. You showed me Barry, too. And Barry's was, great. That was like something you found very early on. Like, dude, this show was so good, you wouldn't think it would be. Yeah. This guy from SNL, like... I Especially I, at the I beginning, like he, Bill Hader was not as big as he is now. Yeah, honestly, I feel like this show has kind of given him that. that I'm excited to see that how it wraps push. up. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree, man. I, yeah. I mean, of course, like Twin Peaks, we can't shut yeah. up about that. That's of course like perfect yeah. TV, though. Yeah, so, I can watch and, that in any given opinion, moment. I watch like, that every fall. The return. So, well, we've been kind of ranting we about about oh, Matt's shortcomings with watching television Dude, for a while. Have, Two movies to talk about. Let's rant seven. about David Fincher's I'm ready. movie Seven. Seven, Matt, baby. What is Seven about? Seven. People at home are like, Jesus fucking Christ, final. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Seven came out in 1995. It's by David Fincher. It's I'm a, three. It's a whopping 127 minutes long. And tagline follows: Seven deadly sins. The tagline isn't "What's in the box." It's not. It's literally <laughs> seven. It's literally seven deadly sins, <laughs> seven ways to die. That's not what's in the box. Nope. Seven deadly sins, seven. Okay. And the summary follows. Two homicide detectives are on a desperate hunt for a serial killer whose crimes are based on, quote, the seven deadly sins, unquote. In this dark and haunting film that takes viewers from the tortured remains of one victim to the next, the seasoned detective Somerset reaches researches even sin in an effort to get inside the killer's mind while his novice partner mills scoffs at his efforts to unravel the case what's in the box what's in the goddamn box yeah so this was this was my first time watching this movie um i thought that it was great i actually haven't seen a ton of david fincher's work really i'm not a necessary fan of a lot of stuff that i've seen so but i was gonna say what have you seen this is this is the best fincher movie i've seen probably to date um i've seen zodiac fight club the social network that's it and now seven Okay. I don't like The Social Network, but maybe that's just because... I loved The Social Network. Gone Girl yeah. is probably my favorite. Of, and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Did you ever see uh, Benjamin Button? Hated Benjamin Network. Button. I, I kind of liked it. I mean, that's my thing, man. Is I, like, I watched nice. Fight Club, and it was just one of those movies that was so fucking talked up. Dude, I... And then I was just like, this movie's not good, guys. I love David Fincher, and I still don't like Fight Club. I, I, I will say... <laughs> Fight Club is such I, an I, ass movie. I haven't like, finished it. Why do people it, like that movie? But I couldn't finish it. I just don't get it. It's got a fucking CGI sex scene in it, which is like, yeah, whatever. Teach their own. Why the fuck? Why? It's not just that. Like, it's just like... It's just a stupid fucking movie. Like, it's... It's, it's, it's the... The way that I feel about Fight Club is rel- is is loosely the same way I feel about Seven, where it's like this is not inherently a bad movie, yeah. But because nobody shuts the fuck up about this movie, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to watch. Like, yeah. I hate Fight Club now because when I first saw Fight Club, I was like, that was yeah. good, that was enjoyable, right? And then it was like, oh, you saw Fight Club? <laughs> well, you know the you know the number one rule, right? <laughs> Don't talk about fight. Fuck yeah, off. Shut like, the fuck like, up. It's just a fucking okay movie. And same with Seven. It was just like, oh, have you seen Seven? Yeah. What's in the box? And it's like, Gwyneth Paltrow's stupid fucking head. Okay? Literally. I get it. Uh, yeah, my... Th- See, I feel like... I don't really... I didn't really know what Seven was about the first time I watched it. I think I went in, like, wanting this, like, cool Brad Pitt movie. I didn't really... Like, I don't really know anyone that loves this movie or knew, knew even about this movie. Oh, dude. Film school bo- film school yeah. bros? Like, yeah, they probably love this movie. This movie and Pulp Fiction are their lifeblood. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like Fight Club... You know, you could probably you probably know ten people that that's their favorite movie. 
Like, as you True. just you hear that all the time. Like, you know, that I think Fight Club's my favorite. And, I, you know, you kind of go into them like, no, but Seven, I didn't really know much about it. You feel different and, about Seven. You yeah. liked it. And, spoke to and the you. first time I watched it, I was like, kind of like, still a Christian, not really um, going to church, but I, I felt this like weird connection to it. Like it, to me, like this movie, like was like very like weird. At the same time, it was like awesome. Like I was like, oh, yeah. this is such a unique, cool way to show like this thriller murder mystery almost there's some crazy shit in this movie that like i've never seen anybody do yeah like the scene where like the swat team comes in and they break into the apartment and there's the corpse on the bed and then the corpse just like starts breathing yeah holy shit yeah scares you there's some epic moments in this movie and cinema like cinematography wise movie looks amazing yeah Yeah. and the intro is so kick-ass yeah the intro is dope it's like this is the most '90s detective movie mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and perfect, perfect casting. Morgan Freeman and and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. excellent chemistry together. I yeah. don't think Brad Pitt has it in this movie personally, but I'm what? also not a big Brad Pitt fan. Oh. Brad Pitt fan. I think no, I, 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 I feel that Nick. Like he, he's not, he's not in too deep. I know you it's are just, too. It's just, it's just more like <laughs> he's not. This is like this is the guy that gets brought up with Leo, like in the yeah. Same I, br- I bring him up all the time because I'm, I'm I like he's, he's good when a role fits him. Like if uh, he needs to stretch him. it all, then it doesn't work. Like I mean, and like yeah, people think he's got like this crazy ass range. But if you say he 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 also he was in Bullet Train and he was in Seven, I'm like that's not so fucking different though. If you really think, but about I think it. that I, I think that he he delivers the performance better in Bullet Train than he does in Seven. And I think because that, it's more like yeah. swagger. No. <laughs> his face it's right more, now. It's, no. more, it's more swagger. He kind of he's kind of lackadaisical in yes. bullet train. It comes. It looks like it comes naturally to him. Once upon a time is a perfect example of that as well. Whereas in seven, like there are moments where like he is clearly trying, and I'm, I'm not to get too ahead of it. But yeah, at the end of the movie, when when he opens the box and he's just like, oh, oh god. God, oh, whoa, no. God. This I was like, nobody on world. earth. Nobody would That's like when that. Brad Pitt sells you. What? What, in the what is he selling oh, me? A lifetime movie? Dude. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't Go think... He's literally just like, what's in the box? Like he, what's in the box? He, like, when he's in Once, Once Upon a Time and he's in Bullet Train, he's like this chill, relaxed, you know, doesn't really give a fuck. Kind of suave guy. Yeah. In um, Seven, he is this try-hard, needs to prove himself... I'm the biggest, baddest detective. I'm going to show everyone how great I am. And you just have a different type of character, which shows yeah. range. But I don't think... I, th- sure. I don't think that... That's fine. I think That's that fine. anybody else... There are other actors that could have played that role. Like, I don't I don't see that sure. be like, only Brad Pitt could have done that. Or I just... I don't Same know. thing with the Kevin Spacey role. Kevin Spacey well, is not the only person who I think. Well, I heavily disagree well, there. To, There's no one that could have played that role. I'm gonna have to. D- I'm gonna have to Deneno you so fast on that one. Oh. And I'm not here to defend. Yeah. Mega rapist Kevin Spacey. No. But I mean, before we get into anything, putting all that aside, American Beauty, fucking incredible. House well, of Cards, fucking incredible. Yeah. I can't test Baby Driver. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kevin Spacey. If you need a guy to just say the most like 
fucking crazy things to another person yeah. and look devoid of human emotion. You can do it. There's a phone specifically for Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Kevin, I need you to say something really fucked up. Don't look at the camera. Look at nobody. Yeah, You're exactly. in your own universe. And yeah. Kevin's like, I'll be there. I'll be there in, in just a few minutes. I'll, I'll yeah. be right there. Yeah, and it's, and it's great. Right it's like perfect. There. And he, that last scene where like they're in the, they're in the car and he's explaining like why he's done all this. It's like, holy shit, Kevin Spacey is delivering. Or when he yeah. shows up at the, at the police station, he's like, yeah, detective, yeah. yeah. It's so, he kills it. And Morgan Freeman is just Morgan Freeman. You can't see a movie with Morgan Freeman and be like, ah, fuck. Yeah, like, like this is fucking stupid. Like, I, I even felt that way in, in uh, Bruce Almighty. I was like, there's, <laughs> like, there's nobody else who could do this. Yeah. I mean, there really is. Of course Morgan Freeman would play God. But, yeah, like, right. he plays a detective who's essentially just like, these streets are mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these streets aren't made for you, dame. Like, he plays the stereotypical detective, but he plays it with such grace. And I get that that Brad Pitt is trying to play this. He plays this detective that's just like, yeah, he's out to prove something. He's he's gonna catch this crazy serial killer, but by whatever means necessary. Like when they have that huge chase scene in the apartment building, mm-hmm. and they pay, they clearly pay that woman who's like coked out in the alleyway to tell the police that way they had probable cause to go yeah. into the apartment. Like it's cool, it's cool shit, and the writing oh, is fantastic. I just I don't know. Brad Pitt did not sell me on this and like yeah the final nail in the coffin is that last scene of just him is line delivery for the rest of it do you think that he did the right thing by killing kevin spacey at the end of the movie did he do the right thing i think is a very open (sighs) gonna lay it on you heavy here yeah i think that's like the the question the movie's even asking you yeah because the movie just ends after that like that's it that's that's it and uh i don't know It, it it really seemed like that girl was his life. So without her, he realized he had no life. And I don't, I don't really think he had any interest in like continuing after that. So I think there's a lot, I mean, he should not have done it. He should (laughs) have, you know, there's like therapy. There's lots of things he could have done. If you shoot him, he wins. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. He shoots him like 20 times. But, you know, I'm I'm definitely a guy that loves to see a crime, uh, you know, finish. For sure. To complete itself. And I, I do like that the movie did that. A crime is finished when another crime is committed. You're right. I, 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 you know, sometimes it's fun to root for the villain in, in, the, in the movie. But is does that act make Brad Pitt a villain? No, I was saying Kevin Spacey's the villain. I wanted him to complete his act. Oh, sure. Which, Interesting. Which, which, which he did. He, yeah, he cause like, because if he doesn't Brad die, if Brad Pitt doesn't kill him, his, he didn't make he it. Didn't make it. He, he would have had. He would have had. He his, didn't have the wrath. He would have had his Riddler moment of just like. Yeah. Ah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to start break down, yeah. breaking down. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, personally, I think that even though there are some things that I'm, I'm definitely nitpicking right now. Yeah. I think that overall, it was, it was good. I liked it. I mean, I liked, I uh, personally, I liked the, the, the uh, soundtrack. I just wanted to, add oh yeah. just, just, just like soundtrack a good thing great. for this movie. Um, I thought that Nine Inch Nails was a great. A great for sure. choice for for the opening. A I mean, perfect. heavy '90s shit. Oh, pretty, right? yeah, that's a perfect, perfect detective '90s music. Dude, it was it was so good for this gritty, like dark David Fincher thriller. Like, yeah. I I feel like I'm dogging this movie a lot. I don't hate this movie. I think this is a oh, great movie. I mean, like that's <laughs> my thing too. Is like, it's like I don't want to say that I hate this movie. I think that I'm just nitpicking it because it is very popular and like a Same. lot of people look to it um, for you know 
as being one of the best crime thrillers of all time. I think it. I think it is that. You know, it, at the end of the day, it's one of the best thrillers. I think. I it, think Prisoners has this on like oh, it's, oh, no, beaten no. in a landslide. Well, that that that's why I said one of the best. I mean, Prisoners is. Prisoners is probably like my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Prisoners is fucking great. But it, it, I mean, Prisoners couldn't have been without this. Man, I think at the end of the day, I, too. I put them in the same category. Like, I can see that like, for sure. Like these are yeah. both top tier crime thriller movies. Like if somebody were to come to you and be like, "Hey, I want to watch some crime thrillers. What would you recommend?" You would recommend like in, if you had to give them like a top five, like Seven and Prisoners would be in there. Oh, definitely sure. right. And I would even maybe put the Batman in there too. Is like, oh, check this out if you want like a superhero one. Kind right. Of, if you want like something like a dope. like a weird little twist on it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of yeah, kind of dark one. in the same vein of the other two movies I said. Did you guys ever watch? I know you didn't. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Mindhunter? No. See, that I think is where David I've Fincher heard. absolutely peaked. And they canceled it, Which right? was fucking stupid. Because Netflix is like, we don't cancel shows that are bad. And it's like, you have four seasons of Love is Blind on there. Literally. You 1,000% just canceled a fucking perfect show. Cancel Love is Blind. No one gives a shit. It's I need more. Man, I feel like people must rain. be giving a shit about Love is Blind. It's definitely about they every should week and it's hell on earth. That's sure. what I say. Like, I, I feel like it's just shitty tv but that's what like really sells that's what a lot of people that's like the to problem watch, man yeah. i know it probably is, has a ton of viewers we get in arguments like every week about it because she's like it's just good tv I'm like you are the reason why all of my favorite shows are getting canceled yeah. <laughs> people like you that are just like i don't want to watch that serious show i want to watch 20 people who are the worst people alive be be people and it's like i don't want to see that i need yeah. to see i need to see mindhunter yeah. i need to see these epic shows like that just come to life and not have to be like Babe, I love you. No cap, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Fucking kill yourself. Like you're awful. You're a bit. You're a blight on society for existing yeah, characters of re- love is blind. Reality TV has always been my like hardest thing to watch in entertainment. Like yeah. when, when it, whenever it's on for more than like. 30 minutes an hour i mean like i can get by if it's like you know a bachelorette or like a bachelor yeah. whenever i'm watching it with <laughs> with, with my wife or, or, yeah. with, or with friends who are kind of like hate watching who are it. like into it yeah. yeah when someone is into the bachelor it's kind of fun to watch it with them because they know every detail right. of every like, human being yeah it, it, it's just fun and you get to whatever but like yeah. whenever i watch shows like love is blind i'm always like yeah. This is just insane. Or I mean, even even The Bachelor gets me sometimes because it's like people when whenever they start crying, it, it, I I I, I, have, I have the same problem with well, one. I know that it's fake, but I have the same problem with like LeBron James crying. That's just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like I just I just I just dude, do you not... don't get the passion in no. sports. That's the problem. Did you watch the Lakers game last night? I went to bed. <laughs> I heard it was bad. <laughs> no, it was good. They won. Well, no, I heard that. Yeah, I heard it was they won, but not in a good way. I heard it was like ugly. Sure, that's how the <laughs> Lakers win, though. That's that's what we do. We win ugly, but we still win. You're you're just gonna say it when we win the finals. That's all right. Or you'll lose, and then LeBron will cry. Well, yeah, I won't pity him. Hey, we're in the playoffs, though. You would not have thought that in December. That's all I'm saying. You would have thought the Lakers are not making the playoffs. You would be right. So you have I, to care about this stuff. I have now. any of those yeah. thoughts in December. Ever. That's right. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Forgot that basketball even existed. Yeah, it was a Santa time at that time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Lakers are in. That's Santa was matter. making the playoffs of my fucking heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right, so yeah, back to this movie. Back to, back to Very good. Seven. I just want to say that every time I look at this fucking title on Letterboxd, I love the seven being the V. I think that that's yeah. like one of the most That's a great name. One of the better named movies. S-E, and you got the sideways V, but it's I a I will say seven. it's so... I weird. always can't find it, like on Letterboxd. I know. Or, or <laughs> one day, I literally got it wrong on um, Framed. Because, because I kept in yeah seven. seven and frame does not care no that you like, it's like right. yeah it's not right there's a seven in there not a V and <laughs> until I forgot to do my frame today thank you for the reminder <laughs> daily frame reminder with Joey now yeah. I will say that we we already brought this up um the ending talking about Kevin Spacey what's talking in the to box and, and the box thing. Yeah. Kind of before the box moment. I'm, I mean, obviously the box moment is the ending, but yeah. the build-up. I'd say the last 20 minutes of this movie. If this movie did not have the last 20 minutes, or it wasn't as effective as the last 20 minutes of Seven is, this movie would be a four. But because of the ending, it, yeah, in, the in my opinion, I'm just going to... Spoiler alert! My score is a 4.5 for, for, yeah. for this. I, I wouldn't give it a 5. I think, I think it's really, really fucking good. Yeah. There's just something there that I'm not like sold on it's the same reason why like whenever i look at like david fincher's work i'm just like yeah a lot of people like this guy for some reason in my mind i don't remember you gotta watch you're watching the wrong movies you said you you saw like fight club and like benjamin button i've seen parts of benjamin button but i've just i'm not interested in the concept at all you didn't like social net that was a weird one for him to be fair i need to you need to I watch mean, Gone like, Girl. May, maybe I'll maybe you I need, need to rewatch watch Social Gone Network. Girl. Social Network, even even Seven though. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of feels like it's got great atmosphere and it just kind of yeah. meanders there. And it's like it's doing everything super oh, well, man. but it's just kind of doing this motion. And then all of a sudden, kaboom! You're like, I mean, the fucking ending happens. And you're like, yeah. wow, good. But it's like, but the whole experience, I didn't feel that way. I, I was like, this is a good, it's just a good vibe. It's a, it's a good detective movie. I would it's love, great. I would love to watch Gone Girl for the pod. Gone Girl is probably my favorite David Fincher movie. It's a, it I'm was almost scared because I feel like Matt might shit on it, but I would have to, I would have to sh- take an actual no, shit on Matt. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually very <laughs> excited to watch Gone Girl. I do want to watch more of David Fincher's stuff. Sometimes, sometimes my favorite thing is just to watch ev- uh, every movie every uh, uh, a director puts made, out, and I just shit on it. Yeah. Well, don't do that with David Fincher, man. Like, come on, I mean, this is a king right here. Nah, I mean. As far as far as I can tell, he doesn't make bad movies, guys. But but th- this this ain't no PTA though. We're dealing with so. okay. no, no 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 no. We're in a different ballpark. But today. I mean, like, and I get that. My problem, my biggest problem with Fincher has always been the fan base of Fincher because they're yeah. like, and I I don't think Joey and I are in that 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 ballpark at this no, current I, moment. But like, there are people that are like, I'm yeah, David Fincher hot. like kind of wrote the whole like re- like reset the landscape of cinema. And it's like he made fucking Fight Club. <laughs> You can't like, fucking what the say fuck that. Are you talking about? So I have a friend, John Michael, who who is like that, and he's the reason why I even watched David Fincher movies. <laughs> is because of that. like he was always on the pulse of what he was doing, uh, and I mean he loves the Social Network. I think that's like one of his favorite movies. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, and he loves Gone Girl. Like he he talked to me about Gone Girl like at least like once a month. It was so it was so weird. Yeah. So they like you're absolutely right. David Fincher fans are dedicated and weird. 
I remember. So are like Tarantino fans too. I yeah, mean, and that's why I don't way. like watching like Tarantino movies really anymore. Like, and I get that, and I mean, but like, <laughs> but he he's someone I don't know why I've just you just gotta go I, and watch. I it. tune in a little bit more to his work. It's yeah. a little bit more stylized. Like seven, like Fincher, as far as I can tell, is not stylized enough for me to be like. Hell yeah. fucking yeah. Which is crazy. Seven is the most violent I've I've experienced of his work, so therefore I like it the most. And he's done <sighs> and very well. And Gone Girl is like a whole other vibe too. Gone Girl is like I remember the fir- when I first watched Gone Girl, I was I was dating this other girl. We were hanging out, and she just walked she walked into her living room and was like, Let's watch Gone Girl. And Gone Girl's been out for like a year. I'm okay. like, what the fuck? I'm like, I've never even seen this movie. Where the hell did that even go? Nowhere has she ever mentioned she wants to see Gone Girl. And I was like, go. okay, okay. And I didn't, I didn't want to rent it. I didn't want to buy it. So yeah. I torrented it. <laughs> Redacted. Um, and I was like... Allegedly. I was like, whatever. And we turned it on. And I was like, oh, shit. Ben Affleck. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And like... I don't know. We got like halfway through the movie. And I was I was like, wow, this movie's wrapping up real fast. That was crazy. And then I was like, oh, my God. We're only halfway through this movie. And then the, the movie like flips on itself. And I was like, yeah. fuck. This might be a perfect movie. Holy shit. This is so <laughs> good. And it is. It's just amazing from start to finish. And I think David Fincher does that thing, like mm-hmm. you brought it up, where like he creates this universe. That universe goes ballistic, and then the end just suddenly happens, and then the credits roll, and that's it. And I don't necessarily hate that, especially with Gone Girl. I think it worked out perfectly. With Seven, I don't think there really is anything else that could have happened after that scene. Yeah, I don't think like it does feel abrupt. But I, I what the hell were you gonna see next? Right. I mean, maybe I, Brad well, Pitt well, killed I mean, himself. I, I, but, like, I want. Like I, I like movies like that because it, I mean especially with with Seven I liked how it kind of left you with that question of well was Brad Pitt controlled yeah. by the wrath or like whatever you know Kevin Spacey's talking about it's like who is really outside of that control like oh did he have maybe something right about yeah. it because like Brad Pitt did it he followed his plan and I like I like stuff like that I mean Fincher's always been someone who just kind of like you know even yeah. even with the Social Network it ends and you're like that doesn't feel yeah, it just ends very open ended. Like, yeah, you're they're like, like you're like halfway through the plot still, and then it's just like it just all the words start going across the screen of like Facebook is still in this ongoing battle, and then the credits roll. Yeah, you're like, and you're like, oh shit, all right. Yeah, but we got to see Andrew Garfield smack the shit out of Jesse Eisenberg, which was like yeah. hell yeah. I don't love Jesse Eisenberg, and I kind of like Andrew Garfield, so this really? felt great. I'm not a big Jesse Eisenberg fan. I know. I think I'm we've not either. I, I think that's him. why I don't really like that that movie. Okay. Also, Mark Zuckerberg, he is a character and a half. NPC of Eisenberg, a man. not doing enough in that movie, bro. <laughs> Just not doing a fuck what? enough. You what? watch any 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 Zuckerberg interview and tell me if Jesse Eisenberg is doing enough. Yeah. He's All not. Right, I mean, are you ready for my crazy... He's like a lizard. You ready for my crazy hot take? What's up? Yeah. The best role that Jesse Eisenberg ever played. And I know that I'm probably the one man in human history that believes this. What? But when he played... And it's only in the director's cut... But when he played Lex Luthor oh. in the Dawn of Justice director's mm-hmm. cut, I understand that it is like not any Lex Luthor that's ever yeah. existed. But he brings to life a very specific like kind of evil character See, that I was like, but fuck like every yeah. time, Adventureland. Bro. Like, what are you? Talking All right, Adventureland about? or American Correct. Ultra? American Ultra. Thirty minutes or less. Those are good this, movies. Have you like, ever seen The Art of Self Defense? No. You yeah, have seen good. that. That movie is. Crazy. It that also, movie, it's weird that too. Fun, okay, it's dope. But no, no. Jesse Eisenberg. No, I, I think Jesse Eisenberg's crap. Jesse Eisenberg is good. <laughs> I love Jesse. He's good when he's in these like hairball. He's got the Brad Pitt effect. Because 
<laughs> art, and I just art of love self-defense, people like that, I guess. Art of self-defense and his Lex Luthor performance, which I actually I actually dug. And I haven't even seen the director's cut. I actually liked what he did in the in the movie, which is which is Bruh. insane. Uh, but those are kind of different for what he normally does. That's okay. all that I'm gonna say. Like at least from from what I can tell. Like he he's, what he's, else is he doing? Now I feel you like. see it. Oh yeah. But nah, now you see right. me. Excuse nah, me. Yeah. Oh, well, you want to see the worst I, movie I'll ever? Give, I'll Bro, give you seriously. that. Those movies suck. I don't necessarily blame do, him. I mean, he doesn't do everything, and it's like, yeah. it's not that everything There's he does good, sucks. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. He hasn't. He hasn't been in anything that's like con- considerably yeah. changed my opinion of him. I get that. And but, I mean, like, you feel? I feel like there's a similar way about Brad Pitt in Seven. In a way, in yeah. a way, it, it's it's just that like some things he does I like, but I think yeah. it's more the moments that Fincher has rowing into the script. Yeah. So like whenever whenever Brad Pitt's character like, oh yeah, you're right, man, we should just you know they're they're, they're standing in front of Kevin Spacey's door, John yeah. John Doe or whatever, and uh, what is it? What's his name? I'm looking at it right now. Somerset Detective Somerset. Yeah. Morgan Morgan Freeman's character, he's like, we should just go. We need to get permits so that we can do do this the right way. And he's like, okay, you're right, you're right. And then like Morgan Freeman walks past him and he just kicks the door and he's like, well, now that it's like this, you son of a yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, because he he's not a cop that always plays by the rules. He's trying to impress. I I like moments like that. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if that's Brad Pitt adding dimension to that character. Or the script or something like that. Whoever wrote the movie, which I, I take into account. Let's check it. Let's check it. Let's check it. Producer, producer. I'm scrolling on Andrew Kevin Walker. I thought that yeah. it that that it may Fincher doesn't usually um, write his movies. A lot of like a lot of things are like based on a book. Like I I, I think you've seen Mindhunter's a book. Yeah. Have you seen Zodiac? Nah. Zodiac is good. That's another Fincher movie. So Dude, yeah, that's from, like from another vibe as well. Good, yeah. I thought like that was good. A totally different movie. Yeah, I feel yeah. like David Fincher. He I does crime really well. He does. Yeah, he, he does, does do a lot of crime. But I feel like the the approach he takes is not the same way. We're like Tarantino. Like he almost has a style in everything he does. They're all very different types of movies. Or like Fincher is like kind of doing crime every time. Almost it seems like. Something um, involving crime, yeah, or, like or a crime, yeah, that's involved. and yeah. even the he, girl with the dragon tattoo, I believe, I mean, is is involved in yeah. that same. Aspect. Definitely like this, like thriller of like fighting even in court with the social network, and uh, but every movie is like this very different approach to how he's going to tell this story. Like nothing, so I I kind of appreciate that. Like he's going to give us something new, and sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. It's true. Yeah. I I mean, so far, I yeah. think that he's just okay. Yeah. You know, I get that. We'll, we'll have just, to fix that. Yeah, we're going to watch Gone Girl. Yes, and if you hate Gone Girl, it's going to be a rough night. But what are we What are we yeah. feeling? What are we all... I, you said a four and a half. Yeah, four and a half for me, for I'm sure. giving it a four. I'm four. giving it a five. Wow. I love this movie. Yeah. Hey, it's not bad. I, I, this is like one of the few... Like, like I don't have a lot of fives I've yeah. found out in my letterbox. And I really think this is a movie that deserves to be. In I get five. it. it I, I really love this movie. Like, I was so excited. Like I, I remember, I like I wanted to watch it with Matt. I was like, Matt, I need you to be with you when you watch it for the first time. 
And he was just like, was, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've seen. And I felt, I felt bad because I was like, one, I was like kind of falling asleep. Just well, we, well, you guys started after I left the other night, didn't yeah. you? It was and like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. But and, and we did happen to watch it after our chaser. Which, speaking of five-star movies, I'm going to yes. go ahead and spoil it. I gave this a five. Yeah. I can't believe I, mean, I gave a movie called Butt Boy 5. Right into our, into our chaser. Yeah. But, but boy, baby. fucking boy, what is butt boy about? Look at how look at how short that description is. It's Thank dude, you, it's boy. so good. I mean, yo, I'm, oh my goodness, I, I want I want to spoil our scores too. It's just one of those types of nights, but <laughs> I'm gonna save it. Okay, butt boy, directed by Tyler Cornack, came out 2019. It's a whopping 99 minutes long. It's quick, perfect. And the summary follows: Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After he goes to AA, his sponsor Chip becomes a suspect in his investigation for a missing kid. Fox believes people are disappearing up Chip's butt. That's the whole thing? That's it. That, I mean, damn. Correct. I mean, yeah, that's yes. It. And, I mean, to me, that's like, that summary is like kind of very similar across every summary you read. Like, it basically tells you there's a cop who thinks this guy's shoving people up his ass. Yeah. And yep. every time I feel like that, that hooks you. I'm like, okay, I need to watch that. The first time I read it. <laughs> I was like, okay, this this seems like a movie I, I could enjoy. Now, of course, I heard this on a podcast with Duncan Trussell. He recommended it, and he kind of went into a description of what it was about, and I, I was hooked. I was like, there's no way this movie can be good. But somehow... And yet. Somehow. And somehow, yeah. It, it's Somehow, wild. some way, it just makes sense at yeah, the end right. of the yeah. It just made sense. This is like the best movie I've seen this year. <laughs> Quite possibly. If it came out this year, we would have been like, oh my god. Oscar Everything Wen. Everywhere and Butt Boy. Yeah, like, yeah. I would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. I'm like, this is a year. It would have definitely, I mean, obviously, I, we didn't even hear about it for years later. Like, I, yeah, at least no. I didn't. It came yeah, out in 2019. I mean, I mean 2019, 2023, yeah. that's not a ton of time yeah. until we. It's we enough time for this guy out. to put out another movie, though. Yeah, he does have another yeah, movie I'm that came out. That. I haven't seen that yet. Not a lot of people like it, but it seems that his movies seem to be only for those. A who little really controversial. Like them. Yeah. yeah, like even Butt Boy had mixed reviews. It was, yep. and it was crazy because like Nick, who's been on the pod, he was the one who initially showed me showed me the trailer. He was like, I have to see this, and I was like, yeah. Butt Boy, you have yeah. to see a movie called Butt Boy, and he yeah. was like, It looks great, and we saw the trailer, and I was like, Fine. And then you brought it up, and I was like, "All right, let, we got it. Yeah, okay, we, we well, got to do it." Like Joey recommended it, let's do this. And we started that movie, and I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna yeah. be gross. I don't want to see this. This is gonna be so fucking nasty." And it just like it is at some points, but as a yeah. whole, it's not. A, like there are it's not, bad. It's it's not, not as gross as it could yeah, be. There are like some oddly like like all star like acting performances <laughs> yeah, throughout right. this movie. Like what's it? Tyler Kornack is the director. Yeah, and he plays the butt boy himself. Yeah, and he is he has like this like lazy eye thing going on. He just plays this guy completely devoid of human emotion that just happens that finds out like a Kevin Spacey. Yes, who finds out while getting a prostate exam that he likes when someone sticks stuff up his butt, and it starts funny because it's like he tries to get his wife to like grab his ass while they're having sex, and she's like no, and it's like cool. And then the next scene is him like staring at the remote on the table, and you're like, "No way!" You're like, "No, no way!" And he does it, and, and then you're like, "Word!" It. And then the, then you see him like walking a dog, and you're like, 
No. And then they're putting up missing posters on the dog. Yeah, you're like, what is happening? And then, like, a kid goes missing, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? And then suddenly it's nine years later, and then the best musical score I've ever heard in a movie just plays for the entirety of this movie. This is is one of the best scores I've ever... For a low-budget movie, like, this movie knocks it out of the park across the board. They killed it, dude. They Do we even know what the budget it. was? Honestly. 150k, which seems insanely wow. low, like for some of the shit how that you see in this do movie. You think it made? It works. I, I would th- love to know how much it made. I mean, yeah. th- those are all amazing questions. I forget how the guy was credited in the movie for for who did the uh, soundtrack. I'm looking on Letterboxd, and none of these names ring a bell because I think it most was, of them like, are blank. Like this is like these are like first time performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like a movie that really went under the radar, and I'm like, I'm kind of hoping that it blows up uh, the more people see it, because I really, like, this movie snuck up on you. I mean, the first time I watched it, I, I watched it by myself, and um, I just remember at the end of it, I was like, I loved that movie so much, but I don't know if it's okay for me to love this movie this much. <laughs> so, I, so I remember I gave it a four and a half, because I was like, if I give it a five... That means that, like, I really love this movie. And do I want to be a guy that really loves Butt Boy? You do. And I, I really do. Watching it again, just like, and everyone loved it. We also watched it with our friend Clay, and he also I gave it a five on Letterboxd. Um, it's wild. He loved it. He loved it. I mean, it it hit every mark. And it, it was very simple. Very they didn't have simple. to do, and, and with what they had, like, the butt scene was crazy. <laughs> yes. Even Dude, like the effects. Going into the, the intestine? Or are you yeah. saying when he's just like sucking people into his ass? I would say even both. Well, I, spoiler I, alert. I know, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. We go into his intestine. You literally watch, yeah. yeah and it's a he, whole universe, like, whole, like, like society living in there. Whenever you go in there, you get shrunken down into like microscopic levels. Yeah. So you're just kind of like chilling in the intestine. You don't really quite understand. You don't get because, digested. Like, you're just there. Because when they escape, they're full size again. Yeah, yeah. So much. I like it. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Like, it, I, lo- like, I love movies you don't like really that. like. It doesn't yeah, need it's to like, explain itself. It doesn't it have to get like, it. and and it's it doesn't want to. It's like no, this is just a universe where a man can digest yes. another man through his ass. Pretty much. And this is just the world we live in here, and you, you just is, have to accept it. This is just and, where I we're mean, at. And off the like rip, you think this movie is going to be hilarious, and it is very funny in oh, its yeah. premise and some of the deliveries. But it is one of the more serious. I would say just as serious as as Seven. Well, and dude, that's something. oh yeah, that's the thing is like you call it simple, but at the same time, it's got this really complex arc that it's trying to do. I mean, it yeah. go, it goes from comedy because because you're saying it's funny, but it's also yeah. not funny because it shifts to a crime thriller like yeah. very soon after that. And then it shifts to like surreal adventure movie, I'd say. Once they get into like the intestines and stuff, it's yeah. weird. It's almost like an, an you know an adventure movie after that point. There's like an even like a Indiana Jones esque scene with like with like a fart rolling down the intestine. Yeah, They're like, like running away from it, like Boulder style. It's so fucking that funny, shit was dude. so funny. But like so good. My my favorite part of the movie. Because the premise is that after like nine years, after he shoves the one kid or the one kid goes in his ass, like he doesn't do it again for for nine years. And then you have the detective who goes to AA and the AA guy is like, you need a sponsor. We're going to give you one of our veterans. And it's the butt boy himself. And he's describing like how much he misses drinking and that like eggs on the butt boy to be like, okay, 
I'm going to do one last big score. And they all, they're at the office. It's bring your kid to work day. And one kid goes missing and they lock down the building and the detective comes in and he, they have like this crazy interrogation mm, scene. Yeah, I love this. That scene. whole scene is so like, my heart was racing. It was crazy. Yeah. It was a great scene. I, I can just, cause it, it goes from like almost very dry comedy yeah. To just it just completely flips the script. Yeah, it I becomes mean, uh, Brad Pitt and Kevin Spacey in mm. the car in the car, except better performances, I would say, other than Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey mm, is, is life altering, right? But yeah. I would definitely say, I would say that the, that the detective in this movie just as good, I'd say, and 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 Kornak have like this incredible chemistry that where they work off each other super well, yeah. and like even though like, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like. When they're talking, they're saying things to each other, but like they're saying what they're saying out loud is not what they mean. Like yeah. they're having a completely separate dialogue yeah, that yeah, only yeah. the two of them are comprehending. Like the scene where they're like at dinner with with yeah. his wife, with Chip's wife, <laughs> and like they're talking about the, the like they know they, like Butt Boy knows the detective yeah. knows, and like just the way that they build off of each other, it's like this is so intense. I have no idea where this is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's just so good. From start to finish, and never in a million years would I guess how this movie is going to like, end. Honestly, <laughs> like you, you honestly forget about the hot sauce. You do. You forget. You forgot this guy the big name. Yeah, and you, 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 like when I watched it for the first time, I was like, "Why did I just watch him just pour hot sauce on this plate for like five minutes? Like it, yeah. it just seemed very out of place. Like it didn't make sense until you know the very end. It just felt." It felt like the movie knew what it was doing. Like yep. it, it was very purposeful in every aspect of the movie. It it really worked. That's the thing, man. Is just the overall commitment to the premise. I think yeah. is something that makes this movie work from the jump. Is just everybody is committed. Yeah. Uh, I love how the director just kind of jumped into that leading role. I yeah. maybe he knew that no one could really play it the way that he needed Seriously. someone to play it. And then, of course, the detective guy. I mean, the like just did an amazing job. He kills job. it. Amazing, amazing job. What is his name, by the way? I'm Tyler Rice or Russell B. Fox. Tyler Rice or Russell. B. Tyler Rice Fox. is his real name, but Russell B. Fox is his act. Ah, uh, yeah, that's his character's name. Character's yep. name. Yeah. Apparently, he's also Fox. in Tiny Cinema, yeah. which is which is another Tyler Cornack. Yep, Tyler Cornack movie. So, I'm. I definitely want to check excited. it out. I'm just hoping this guy is still given the opportunity because, you know, you can make two movies and if they're not going to make any money, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to get the finance. Yeah. Like, I can't find anything showing this movie made a dime. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I, which well, is honestly a bummer. Like, it, this it is at least made $4. Honestly. Or, uh, yeah. Later, the, when, I, when, I get, when I get paid this weekend, it'll make another 15 when I buy oh, it on Blu-ray. Is it? So it's only on Blu-ray? It's only Blu-ray. There's no 4K, which I, I get. Like, I it's, a, it's a mega it. low budget. Is there movie. like a, does it come with like digital or? Um, Let me see. Or any special features because I would also buy this. <laughs> Whoa, are you mad? <laughs> I know. I Bro, love the making the of the making of the butt boy. But like, I would love because like, if it, I would love to own this movie, but I need like ready access to it. That's why I love a Blu-ray that comes with the digital code. Hmm. I'm looking into it now. Yeah, man, this I, is this, definitely a movie. It's, it's definitely it's, a movie that you should own. I, mean, I want to own. It. I want to check out Tyler Cornack's next movie for sure. Tiny Cinema. I wonder if it's streaming. It's apparently anywhere. a Tiny anthology yeah. movie, which so, is wild. Which sounds insane. I feel like I could love this movie. 
Also, I just wanted to read off to you guys one of the best reviews for Butt Boy. Please. Um, it's got 82 likes. It just says, heterosexuals are so embarrassing. <laughs> That's, That's a letter, Bob. That's all it says. It's, it's a one-star review. <laughs> it's the only review that I'm going it's to It's a one-star review, too. Yeah. That's it's hateful. like It's but it's kind of funny. I just—it's it, the only review that I liked, and I and I gave it five stars. Look, you don't need to be embarrassed about shoving things up your ass. If yes. that's what you're into, go for it. Nothing for wrong with putting nothing. stuff up your ass. What becomes a problem is when you have a whole civilization living inside your ass against their yeah, will. Don't shove people up your. Don't ass. put kids in your ass. Don't yeah. put dogs in your ass. Don't do anything like that. Just be normal. <laughs> Put stuff up your ass that's appropriate, that's not alive. Don't put anything alive up your ass without its consent. That's all. Simple. No problem. Simple. But it's... You don't, don't do what the Mr. Butt Boy Mr. Did. Kornak, yeah, a.k.a. Butt Boy did. I... Um, it's just not cool. <laughs> it's not, not cool at all. Well said. I... I'm just going to say it. Acting performances, a 10 out of 10. Musical score, 10 out of 10. Cinematography, 10 out of 10. Oh, that's great. Uh, uh, special effects and practical effects, 10 out of 10. There is nothing that I would change in this movie. And, like, Seriously. you know me. I don't even like fart jokes, which is also what's really blowing my mind about this movie. Jokes like this, like, I'm always like, this is so such low-hanging fruit. Yep. And the way this guy was like, what if I take this low-hanging fruit and make it something so unique and genius and original and something you've never seen before without being distasteful? And I call it, and then I call the movie Butt Boy, so that you have to watch it and think, "There's no way this is good." Yep. I can't believe that I gave a movie called Butt Boy a five out of five on Letterboxd. Yeah. But I'm sticking to it. Like this is a perfect movie. I highly recommend it to, to anybody. Highly. If you're looking for a crime thriller, like one hundred p hour and hour and forty minutes, it's such an it's an easy watch. It's usually, so good. Usually movies like this. I think most people would like this movie too. Like I think even people who aren't as into movies as we are. Would enjoy it. Of course, it. we could be yeah. very wrong about that because this movie has bad reviews. But so this is pretty mixed review. I like. Yeah, mo- I, I see like a lot it. of like three and a half to like as like the top. Yeah. I feel like t- like Tyler. If if Tyler Kornack, if you're listening, we're we're big fans, man. You are you are a you are a genius. You are a Da Vinci of cinema, good yep. sir. You did it. You did incredible work. Most people probably couldn't even do or even dream up what you did with a hundred k. Right, yeah. and make it look ima- like it looks yeah. better than like some like multi million dollar movies I've seen. Like Seriously. it looks incredible. Yeah, it is really well lit, and I I, th- I think it was nice because like they had this crazy like uh, writing and just themes that they could get away with like just a boring office building like the, the yeah. set didn't have to be crazy like it just like the house was just like they probably rented an airbnb yeah if it wasn't just his house yeah literally <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah it's just like very generic but it was just like it was well lit and it, it, it looked good like there was you know nothing crazy just uh it kind of blew me away and it's streaming for free on tubi is so, it yeah like i rented it we because i it. because when I watch it for the first time, it is for free on Tubi, but it's uh, with ads. With ads, so if that you're not willing to pay for it, the experience. But I think it's I still loved it. And Tiny Cinemas on there on Ooh. Tubi, so I just found that out. Plot so, twist, yeah. Right. So if you wanted to check him out, that's definitely the spot to check him out for free. 
Dude, I mean, great, great director. Can't wait to see if he makes more. Yeah, um, more I would works in the future. So I would like if this guy had like a Kickstarter or anything for another project. Like I would, I would be like, let me get one of those like yeah, upper tiers. Like I it. want to be involved in this. This is so Seriously. good. Yep. Dude. What uh? What are you guys giving, Buff Boy? Well, okay. <laughs> Personally, I think I'm leaning towards a five, which okay. is crazy because Same. like it had blood, like this. Yeah, this, it did have his blood. Exactly. This episode, bro, I mean, a five and a, and a four and a half. I mean, yeah. heavy, heavy and, hitters. And it even got, like, very gross with the blood, too. Like, him exploding on people. Like, that was you, great. I you really it. can't get any better Blot, than that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, man, I love that that ending when he just exploded. I, I, I just... Because we were like, what, what's going to happen? Just, just bust yeah. out laughing as soon as that happened. We were like, what the fuck? Because I thought it was going to be like this gross, like, diarrhea scene. And then yeah. it just wasn't. He just explodes. Because it was a lot of gross diarrhea scenes leading up to it. Yeah. And you really wow. thought that. It was like, oh, no, he's going to shoot everyone out of his ass. But nope. They all come out at once. Yep. And we're, then the tie-in with the kid, him being the father to this kid yeah, that, that got was, kidnapped. It really was. He just walked away from the yeah. kid at the end. He was like, he's not going to remember He me. doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Genius writers. Yeah, I loved it. But that was great. Same. same and the, the writer for this, the Ryan Koch, yeah. is on the Tiny Cinema as well. I got, we got to see it. Dude, yeah. I mean, we, we keep on talking about this and I'm so ready. I mean, people, that movie has even lower reviews <laughs> on Letterboxd. Yeah. Which means for us, it's going to be like a four and a half. Yeah, for <laughs> four, us, four and a half. Like, damn, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. What are you giving it? Oh, a five for sure. I love <laughs> five across movie. the board, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then for Nick, sure. Nick already spoiled it. It's a five. Yeah. Straight five. I'm going to own five, this movie. Five, Same. Yeah. Just waiting on that first salary check to come in. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. I'm so I'm so pumped to to own this movie and just have like this shelf of like Criterion movies and then just Butt Boy like, butt right boy. in the middle of it. It's Butt Boy. My in laws come and visit and they're just like, what the heck is that? Did, did, did you buy one. yours on Amazon? I haven't bought it yet, but I'm gonna buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I didn't see any special features. Oh, I just got an Amazon gift card for Easter. Weirdly, How it's only fifteen bucks. Yeah. Do it. You might need to do it. I might need to use it for that. I've just been adding like Thank a bunch you, of like Jesus for rising from the dead. So like <laughs> bad butt boy. If he existed, but I've been just buying like putting like manga and movies on my <laughs> wish list to just buy in bulk. I don't know if you guys saw what I bought because I bought Inland Empire and Cure this yeah. past weekend. But like the Amazon guy must have been like panicked because like it had two hundred Easter eggs in it, these two Criterion movies, and then a bunch of gay manga, and then a two pound bag of Cherry Jolly Ranchers. Like You're this right. was psychotic. Shopping. Yeah, <laughs> it is well, nice. a weird order. The manga ruled. I read it all yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. But, that's, uh... That's, that, dude, that sounds like a crazy Amazon order, but it, it's it, it's awesome. It's Tomorrow, I should be getting that triple feature that Rob, <laughs> Rob Zombie disc. You have fun. You can you should call Chad and Willow and be like, hey, come on over. Yeah, seriously, right? Oh my goodness, but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. What do we have on the docket for next week? For next week, we have two Dragon Ball movies. Yes! Bro, it's going to be such a good episode, and we also get to have a guest. Yes, yeah. number one fan. Number Julius. one fan of the pod is coming on. The guy who won the trophy for being the number hey one yo. fan, so legally he is the number one fan. Yes, Julius yes. will join us next week. He is uh, what I like to call a Dragon Ball scholar. So if you have nice. any questions, because I know you guys aren't super familiar with the universe, no, yeah. I'll see if he has like a video. Blind. Yeah, yeah, if he if he has any recommendations yeah. on what we should watch to get us caught up for Broly, that's you know something that is uh, doable. 
then I'd be happy to watch it. Hell yeah! The episode. So we're gonna be yeah, so we're gonna be watching Dragon Ball Super Broly from 2018. As I I don't I think that's honestly gonna be the chaser because the, the shot is Dragon Ball Evolution, the live action Dragon Ball movie. We've heard Oof. amazing things about this. I'm excited for a three hour episode of just me screaming at the top of my lungs about this movie and yep. the the audacity that it fucking exists. I'm really curious to see. I I'm assuming that Julius also hates this movie. I don't know a human being alive that he likes this movie. See what but happens, right? Yeah, he didn't respond too. I guess animalistic towards it. Whenever you, I mean, he it. like texted me. Was just like, I gotta be on this episode. And I was like, to be fair, the first time I met you, we talked about Dragon Ball for like an hour. So like, honestly, you probably know exactly what we need to, to go over. All the talking points. So Perfect. this this will be great. Um, where can people find us on uh, Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, we are under Shot and Chaser Pod. We'd love to see you on there. Awesome. You can also find us on Instagram. We are the Shot and the Chaser Pod. You can also find us on Twitter at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Uh, we are most active on Instagram. Again, Boomer Dad Matt has been killing it on Twitter. Hey, yo. Super fun. Love hearing about all the things that he is interested in seeing. <laughs> <laughs> you tweet like it's your Twitter and it's so like goddamn funny. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's me. You will not hear a single complaint out of me. Yeah, I honestly, I give you a lot of shit for it, but it is so fucking funny Hell and I live yeah. for it. I'm like, Go. shit, yes, he's tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much and have a good night. Have a good night, guys. What's in, in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box?